Now, bold nonsense presence, drinking in the draft with Disney and the captain. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Your name is lots above it. This is your big debut. It's like a dream come true. So won't you smile for the camera? I know they're gonna love it. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to Drinking in the Draft. This is presented by the Bold Nonsense Podcast Network. Uh, and I am Disney, also known as Connor, and this is the captain, Ahoy. also known as Liam. Uh, we're here to break down everything, if this is your first time here, we're here to break down everything up that pertains to the 2021 draft and let you know what you need to know to be the most informed person in your friend group, unless you're in a friend group with us. So, we so far we have done... Our 2020 recap, we've done our draft order breakdown, strategy breakdown, needs, needs everything, yeah. all that. And today we do the quarterbacks. We are not holding out. We're going right into yeah. it, the main position, and interesting class. Yeah, you've heard of uh, going out with a bang? We're starting off with a bang, all right? Starting off with three bangs. Yeah, let's get after it. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, let's talk about the class overall. Yeah. It's an interesting one. It is an interesting one. It's some guys have floated up to the top where you you might think they shouldn't be that high. Uh, yeah. Um, and other guys uh, deserve to be down low, and they are down low. Yeah, it's definitely top heavy. Yeah, it's and one it's... of the most top heavy drafts I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Like the separation from the even not the very top, but the top. I right. Mean, the, the top-ish and the bottom is really far. Yeah. And even the separation, I would say, from the middle-ish to the very top is pretty far. Yeah, or one to two or two yeah. to three, you know? It's yeah. The, I think there are significant drop-offs from each each spot in the quarterback class. We will talk about that as we go. Uh, we kind of we tend to tier them Yeah. and talk about that eventually. Right. Uh, so we'll talk about that, but we'll also what we'll do is we're going to do quarterbacks. We each did nine. Captain actually did 10, and uh, we're not going to talk about that guy. Yeah, off mic, we decided to cut him, because yeah. he wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do 9, and we're going to start with 9, do a couple, and then I'll give you where I have him, you'll give him where you have him, we'll talk about that guy. Yeah. That's how it'll work, and we'll work uh, bottom to top. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Better turn the page to get to the people <laughs> that we're going to talk about first. Here we go. Starting at 9... I've got uh, Sam Ellinger, Texas. Right on the nose. Okay. That so guy is here. number nine. So this is uh, uh, the number nine quarterback. And what we tend to do, I forgot to talk about this first, should do this. Uh, we got to get back in the groove of things, huh? I uh, sure do. Uh, what we do is pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, round grades mm -hmm. and a comp. For some positions. We don't do comps for every position. Some right. can't do them. We did them for quarterbacks, but round grades, we do them differently. So 
We do them the way that scouts usually do them. Right. We kind of took uh, information from multiple scouting places, and this is what we came up with. It's our own version. Um, so if we say he's a round one, which we won't because there's two parts to round right. one, that doesn't mean we ex- expect them to be drafted in round one. That is different. Yeah. So here are our expectations per round. And like I say, it goes first round early. So the early first round, our expectations for that are they are, they are an immediate superstar. And early first, generally that's top 10. That's not mm-hmm. even like, oh, first half. Yeah. That's like generally top 10, immediate superstar. Later in the first round, that's superstar ability. Uh, so people who could potentially be superstars. Second round, expectations for that round are starters. The third round, potential starters slash contributors. So potential starters to backups and um, special teams people. Yeah. But Or even like a nickel corner could be in there. Right. And that's kind of where we have potential starters, contributors. Because there are people who are going to be playing. Right. They're just they might not be, be every down. Yeah. It might be a, like a pass catch, like a third down running back. You know? Yeah, or, or a third contribute. down pass rusher. Yeah. Yeah, those kinds of guys. Um, fourth round is a backup slash potential contributor. So a little below that. Fifth and sixth rounds regroup together as roster players. People are going to fill out the roster. Uh, maybe be like, I don't want to say practice squad guys. Because that's yeah. a little later. It's just above. Like, yeah. Third on the depth chart. Exactly. Uh, And then seventh round is priority free agents. So people who won't get drafted but are brought in or could get drafted or not get drafted. Yeah. uh, But are brought in immediately. So I don't know if people know that that happens. Uh, Some people don't get drafted, but like right when the draft ends, they get a call. Like seconds after the draft ends, they get a call from GMs, even sometimes owners like yeah. sometimes they're they're big enough that they get a call from an owner that say hey we want you to come and be part of our camp right uh, like we couldn't draft you but we want you to be part of our organization right that does happen and then the other part of the seventh round is just flyers where yeah. you're just throwing picks up there hoping it works generally those are high upside guys um but you're hoping something works there yeah so that's how we do it and if that was a lot to take in which we know it is You'll catch on as we go, or just rewind and listen to that again. Yeah. So here we go. At nine again, uh-huh. <laughs> we have Sam Ellinger, the quarterback from Texas. Uh, so senior quarterback, 6'1", 224. I've got him as a fifth, fifth sixth round guy. So that is a roster player. Yeah, I've got him as a round six, uh, round six guy. Um, I think he'll be roster, practice squad... That kind of guy, maybe yeah. maybe a guy like um, who was it, John Wolford, who was like a like a practice squad guy, or they brought him off off the yeah. street pretty much, and then um, I mean in a ridiculous situation he started games, but he played um, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think Ellinger is going to be that kind of guy where he's a he's a practice squad guy. Um, yeah, and he could come in and if it's well schemed for him, have success, and that's, right. that's and then I wasn't com- I wasn't saying like. He's as good as John Walford, or he's he's gonna be that kind of player. Yeah, I'm um, just saying, like practice squad. Like I, I think that's where he's gonna be, maybe fighting for a roster spot. Yeah, I I could see him floating in that third for the teams that carry three quarterbacks, floating in that third. 
mm-hmm. doing the practice squad stuff, maybe even eventually fighting for being a backup guy. Yeah. Um, my mock for him, before we get in, do you want to do pros and cons and then mocks, or mocks and then pros? Let's and do pros, cons, then mocks. Okay. Or nope, then comps. Okay. So I've got him as a he big. He's a big, strong dude. Like this is a thick guy. He's a good athlete. Um, and I actually thought he's when he's. My biggest note for him is he's programmed. Yeah. He's going to do what you tell him to do. Right. And that that's good to an extent, mm-hmm. and that's what he's good at. But once it gets to the point where you've got to do more than that, he's not doing more than that. Right. And that was my biggest takeaway from him is that he's programmed. He throws with timing well mm-hmm. when it's there. But yeah. when it's not there and he has to figure it out. That's when it gets worse for him, and so the processing slows down. The a- and when that has to happen, the accuracy gets a lot worse. Right. Um, all those kinds of things. He is a he is a see it throw it guy. I, my note on him as a negative is he has a slow trigger. Mm-hmm. Like there's see it and throw it, and then there's Sam Ellinger, where right. it's like I am making sure this is fine. Right. That's basically him in a nutshell for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's pros wise, like he he played a lot of games at Texas. Yeah. Uh, he started for a long time. Uh, he's obviously a good quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I... Yeah, he's the number nine in an NFL draft class. Right, like, yeah. Like, let's put it into some yeah, and context th- here. None of these guys are going to be terrible. Honestly, I think he's similar to Justin. what people thought Justin Herbert was last year, where if it breaks down, he's not going to be able to make a play, and he's kind of robotic and, and like mm-hmm. you said, programmed. Um yeah, cons wise, I think he, I think that's part of his con is like he, he can't. It seems like he doesn't make plays all that well. Um, yeah, yeah. He's he's like I said, he's obviously a good quarterback. I I don't love um, how I don't know poorly they played this year or when they did play, and he, he in big games he's not great. Um, but yeah and we do have to keep in in mind that their head coach did get fired after this yeah, year that's there's true. usually a reason for that uh, but anyway my mock on him is i've got him as colin kaepernick cop comp that i say keep saying mock that's what i wrote in my notebook i wrote mock because i couldn't think of the word and the whole time i wrote mock i kept saying i kept thinking uh <laughs> this is wrong okay but i don't know what it is yeah. and so i thought of it and i was actually going to tell you when we started if I say mock, correct me. Got it. Because that's what's going to be in my head. Well, I did. Uh, Thank yeah, you. My comp is actually Blake Bortles. He's athletic. Uh, okay. He's he's athletic, but he doesn't really make plays very well. And he, 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 he's he got an okay arm. Like, he's he's not a bad quarterback. It's just he doesn't make very many plays. You need a run game with him. I went with Kaepernick because, I, to me, he was almost as much of a runner as he is a thrower. Mm-hmm. Like the the that was almost fifty fifty, which really isn't what you want from a quarterback. Yeah. Um, but everything is straight line, mm-hmm. and the throws need to be there. It's not going to be a multi read thing. It's mm-hmm. one maybe two reads, and yeah. I'm throwing it. Uh, and I don't know if that, like Kaepernick came on the scene with that. He yeah. started that. Yeah. And I don't know if that works anymore. Right. Because it's so commonplace now. Yeah. So that's what that's kind of why I went with him. Let's move on. Let's go to number eight. At eight, I've got Kellen Mond. Ooh, nope. So Kellen Mond, I have at seven. Okay, so just switch them so, so with whoever I have at seven. Maybe. Um, but let's talk Kellen Mond for now. Yeah. I've got him at eight. You have him at seven. Texas A&M quarterback. Uh, he's a senior, 6'3", 219. Round-wise, 
I've got him fifth, sixth to the maybe to the fourth. Yeah, I've got him late fourth. Um, that works. Kind of like, 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 like the same. Yeah, a d- developmental like developmental turn into a backup. You know, he's. I, yeah. I, I I think he'll be he'll be a guy who could be a backup later on. Um, like and like a good serv- serviceable backup. Like if you if your starter goes down, like in like three or four years, I think he'll be a guy who can win you games. Huh. All right. Not I'm lose you. Ga- not lose you games. How about that? Okay. <laughs> that I could exempt a lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I might be a little bit lower on him, but uh, yeah, roughly in the same area. Yeah. Uh, I, for me, I've just got him with my finals on it. My thoughts on him: solid athlete, mm-hmm. good arm. Uh, he's got the ability to drive the ball, and that's yeah. something that I do like, which not all of these quarterbacks have. Um, they don't use him in boot or movement. Yeah. plays as much as I would like because mm-hmm. I thought he, he could be more successful in that um, because I thought he he sped up a lot and if you can move him and get him to read half a field with mm-hmm. movement I thought he would have been better because when he sped up his touch his timing accuracy that all fell way off and the balls tend sailed a lot on him yeah uh, which I didn't love to see so I thought they could have slowed that down for him He's another see it throw it guy that lacks pocket feel. Like mm-hmm. he, I never thought he had a good command of that, and he's really not that elusive for an athletic guy who runs yeah. a lot. He's not elusive. He doesn't know where to go. He can get there. He's he's more fast than quick, yeah. which is not what you see right. from quarterbacks yeah. a lot. But it's interesting that yeah he is that yeah uh, yeah I think he has a good arm, good solid arm. I think he works well in like a vertical style offense. Uh, like a he'd be a good like. Tampa backup, um, uh, but yeah, I agree. I, I don't think he made great decisions, especially in the red zone. It seemed like from what I saw from him, uh, obviously like weird year, but um, I feel like he he kind of broke down when he had to th- make the tight throws. Um, yes. So uh, that's not great to see. Um, what's your what's your comp on Kellen Mond? I met Geno Smith. I had Josh Dobbs. Feel like that's the yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Josh Dobbs is yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah, uh, same comp. Yeah, good good armed quarterbacks that are fairly athletic, but still aren't that elusive. Yeah, not that elusive and yeah. the throwing, the the seeing the field tends to be a little slow. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's move on. I at uh so we're at seven now, right? Yep. Seven? I've got Ian Book from Notre Dame. I've met eight. Okay, so we just flipped those two. Yep. Uh Ian Book the Notre Dame quarterback, senior, six foot two twelve. All right, so <laughs> full disclosure here: we're both Notre Dame fans, and we've seen a lot of Ian Book. And Some might say too much of Ian Book. <laughs> and as by that comment, we tend to be pretty harsh on Ian Book. I tried to put that away to do this fairly. Me too. And I think I did an okay job. Okay, job. I think I did all right with it. Yeah, so Ian Book, I've got him at seven. You've got him at eight. Yeah. Uh, His round, I've got him as uh, a fifth, sixth, so a late fourth. To the fourth, so a late fourth. Yeah, I've got him around five. I think think he's going to be a developmental QB slash practice squad guy. Same as uh, Ellinger. Um, Actually, I have him around better than Ellinger. I think Ellinger will, like, for sure be a practice squad guy. Um, But Book, I have him as, like, you could develop him into... I thought he had um, more... Up, yeah, more upside. Is that what you're going to say? I, yeah. I thought he had more upside than Mond. Okay. 
in terms of I think Mond's closer to where he could be and Book had easier like if I was a coach and I got w- these two guys I think the things that Book doesn't do well you are can... easier to fix than right. the things Mond doesn't do well. That's fair. And and so and uh I think he could and, and that's why I think he could eventually and that's all of these later guys we're talking about years down, like three, For sure, four, yeah. like you've said, three, four years down the road, I think he could develop into getting into a backup role. Yeah. And and maybe staying there or fighting for staying there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Uh, what do you like about Ian Book? He is very athletic. Yeah. He's shifty. Well, that's weird. He is probably the first one... That we've talked about, and we've only talked, there's a third guy. Yeah. But he's the first one of these guys that is shifty, he's quick, he's truly elusive. Yeah. Ellinger and Mond are not elusive. He is, he's actually got good feet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always use them correctly, but no. he's got good he, feet. He, he does. He has good feet and he's elusive. I like it. Um, his pocket feel is good. He feels the pocket well. He just leaves it too often. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is the thing with Book. The overall thought is he does good. He, he, he understands the right things, and then his reaction to them is bad. Yes. His, he feels the pocket well. Mm-hmm. His reaction is bad. Yeah. He d- usually, when he's on the run, he usually does, like, sees the right thing. It's bad. Or he'll see the right thing and not pull the trigger. Which we're yes. going to talk about a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's a productive runner. He's very sudden, actually. When he wants to go, he goes. He's yeah. patient in the pocket. Yeah. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get scared, he's very patient. He waits for things to to clear yeah. up, and he throws them. Um, he's shown that he can be accurate. Mm-hmm. So all of those things are good. Bad wise is he is pure chaos in the pocket. Yeah. yeah. You never know what he's gonna do. He's way too quick quick to leave a clean pocket. Um, his mechanics get real wily. Yeah. And that tends to screw him up. And then his biggest thing is he's tentative. Yeah. Uh, I agree with your, your pros. I think, I think especially in the run game, like he's, he's a threat. He's a good runner. He's a threat with designed runs and also in a scramble situation. He can get you a lot of yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he's. I think he sees the field well, and it could be a situation where he gets to the NFL and receivers can actually separate, unlike Notre Dame receivers, and he does fine. You know, then he he pulls the trigger more often, and and he's better. Um, cons wise, yeah, like you said, he he doesn't pull the trigger. No, he um, he's got to throw into tighter windows a lot more. Yeah, uh, I think he's worried about making mistakes, uh, mm-hmm. which. It makes sense, like, you don't want to make mistakes, but also, like, as a quarterback, you need to pull the trigger. Um, yeah, and, and I think he has a limited arm strength, which isn't that bad right now. Um, like, I like thought that, it was okay. It's it, a, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I think it's still limited based on... And that might be why he doesn't pull the trigger as often. Maybe he's he doesn't have confidence in his arm. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think those are some cons for him. Um, what's your player comp? Tyrod Taylor. Really? I went with John Wolford. That makes sense. Yeah, they're smaller um, quarterbacks that can yeah. move well and yeah. don't have great arms. Um, yeah. I actually went in thinking Book didn't have a great arm. I actually wrote down the note, average arm, and mm-hmm. then erased it. Really? Because 
com- with everybody that I watched, and Book was in the later rounds of people that I watched, seemed just as good as some people's in most tiers. Hmm. We'll talk about where that changes. Yeah. But in this tier that I've got a majority of these guys, he his was just as good as the rest of them. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so Tyra, T- Wolford, yeah. T- Taylor, it's... I think mine's more floor, yours is more ceiling, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. think of what Tyrod's knock is. He's safe. Yeah. You know what you're getting, and it's it's going to get you to a, a level, but it's not going to get you above that. And that's yeah. exactly what Book did for Notre Dame. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good uh, I think that's a good comp. Yeah, the last person that I've got in this tier, which is my last... I've got four tiers in the, for these quarterbacks, these nine quarterbacks. Okay. This is the last person I have in this one. Yeah. It's six. It's Kyle Trask from Florida. Right on the got, nose. Got him at six. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, would you say this is the last guy in this tier? Yeah, I think he might be a tier above these these guys. Hmm. Uh, okay. I say he, he's definitely the best in this tier. Um, maybe sneaking into the next tier, but yeah, I, I think he might be in a tier alone um, above these last I got few. the next guy in a tier alone. Okay. So that's, yeah, I just, that's fine. I just split it here. Yeah. Okay, so Kyle Trask at six for me, six for you. Yeah. Florida quarterback, senior, 6'5", 244. He's a big dude. He's the second biggest, I think. Yeah. Um, well, based on weight, he's like tied for the biggest. Based on height and weight, I think he's second. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Round-wise, same thing, late fourth. I went with late third. I think he, Wow. I, I, have, I have him pretty high. I think, I think what we have there is like an eventual starter. Uh, I think, right? In Trask? Yeah. You think you could eventually be a starter? Yes. Oh, wow. That's okay. All right. Yeah. I, I think... We're I, very different on this guy yeah, then. I, I I like his ability to throw the ball and make good decisions. Uh, however, I do not like uh, his athleticism. He is not a very good athlete. He's kind of a statue. Uh, and it's not just because he's big, because... Mm-hmm. He's not the biggest in this class, yeah. Uh, and he's just not very athletic. He doesn't no. move well, I don't think. Um, even when they would do some like designed runs for him, he'd get caught from behind by people, uh, yeah. which you don't want to see. Um, yeah, I think. But I like him as a quarterback. I think he's he's a guy who, and I'm saying eventual starter, like five years from now he could mm-hmm. start. But I think he's a developmental quarterback. I think you need to work on him. I don't think he's anywhere near an immediate starter. No, yeah, he's not a finished product. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked him more as a thrower, I guess. He's got a big, big, easy arm. Yeah. Like, when he's let to go, it doesn't look like he's trying to. Yeah. Which I liked. Um, it, but he's also has some touch to it. So, he throws the ball pretty well. I think he's best... For him, not I'm not saying best in the class, but he does his best work throwing down the field. Yeah, uh, I think that's when when it it looks best for him. He's decisive and aggressive. He's got good pocket feel. He feels it. Yeah. But he's so limited athletically. His yeah. plodding feet. He's an average athlete. It's got poor poor pocket movement. So even if he feels it, he's not getting away from it. Right. Because he can't move in the pocket well. He, I think I thought that aff- affected his balance. So oftentimes I would see him try and climb and like almost trip himself and mm-hmm. then get off balance so he can't make the throw yeah. or he's inaccurate. Um, 
and then move throws. I don't think he can throw off platform very well. And to me, I thought he's just processed really slowly. Okay. What he was seeing, it didn't look like he knew what he was seeing. Um, he got stuck on progression in progressions, and then to me, it just seemed like the scheme elevated him. He didn't elevate the scheme. Mm-hmm. The scheme elevated him. Yeah. And that was my biggest knock on him. And that's why I thought... I, I didn't see that that could be changed. Okay. And I think that's probably where we see the... That's probably where we get our biggest difference. Yeah. I think that's fair. So, what's your comp? Uh, I actually just changed it. Okay. Uh, based on what we were talking about. Uh, I had Matt Hasselbeck. Uh, because they're big dudes mm. that... that Really disrespected Matt Asselback right there. I, I mean, obviously, it's just a guy that I think he plays like. Yeah. Uh, but I just changed it to uh, old Eli Manning, where he can't move very well. And hmm. uh, like he, he just things that you were saying made me think, it's actually true. Like, a lot, you saw Eli a lot of times kind of fumbling around in the pocket. and Yeah. You know. I think maybe what you're thinking is like a Joe Flacco. I guess. I think Flacco's a actually... with a big yeah. arm. Yeah. Big-ish arm. Yeah. Flacco's got a better arm than him. For but, sure. But uh, mine is Bortles. Okay. He's an average athlete, but, I mean, they do use him in designed runs. Yeah. So he's not like he can't move at all. Right. Um, but he doesn't process very well. His arm is better down the field, and his accuracy is better down the field. Yeah. Um, and if, he, if it's clear, he's good. If he sees it and it's really obvious... It's very good. Yeah. But if it's a little muddy, that's when it starts to get worse. Right. That's why I have black Bortles. Yeah. All right. Let's get into my next tier in the top five quarterbacks here. At five, I've got, in a tier alone, Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, I have Mac Jones at five as well. Okay. So, Mac Jones, the Bama quarterback, is junior, 6'3", 214. Interesting 214. Skinny legs on that guy. Yeah. Skinny legged. Weird body. Yeah, it's a weird body, and as you'd expect, he's not much of an athlete. Nope. Round-wise, I have got him as a third to a second. Okay. Potential starter to starter. I have him as a round two. Um, okay. Later round two would be where I'd, where I'd place him, where it's almost round three. I think, I think mm-hmm. you're right there being like round three to round two. Yeah. I, I would lean more towards round two. So would I, but it depends. I was kind of like hedging, depending on what the NFL does. Right, yeah. How the game keeps changing. Right. He could either come back or fall off completely. Exactly. There aren't many of this type of player left. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that when you get to comps, because the comp currently out there is pissing me off. Um, but Mac Jones, good, good, not great arm. I, I brought right. him as an offensive curator. <laughs> uh, so, the, I don't know. De- definitely takes care of it. Curator. Uh, yeah. His timing and ball placement are good, especially down the field. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, processes well and quickly with an understanding of the pinch point. And this is what I thought was 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 fun. It's, it seemed like he always knew. And the pinch point is a term that I use for... When, when offensive coordinators design a play, there's usually someone within the def- defense that they're attacking. And mm-hmm. that's what I call the pinch point. Yeah. Um, and that, I feel like Mac Jones always knew who it was and he right. found him quickly, which yeah. was impressive to me. Uh, to me, it was, uh, he needs a clean pocket 
or so if he does not have a clean pocket his process speed goes way up too far up mm -hmm. uh, his feet get happy he has n really no ability to throw off platform or in second reaction plays uh, and that's his big knock yeah but he's a pro guy yeah I think I think he's definitely a pro guy uh, I think for him he would need to be the kind of quarterback where you have a full roster and you need a quarterback. You have, he's the drop-in guy. Exactly. That's, that's literally the note I have. Is okay. like If you drop him into a full roster that's already set and you need a quarterback, yeah. he'll be fine. Um, if, you, if, like, if Indy didn't trade for Carson Wentz and Indy went and drafted Mac Jones, I'd be fine with that. Uh, if they got like a couple receivers too. Well, yeah. If, if he <laughs> that, had, I mean, like a perfect O line. If he if he's dropped it behind yeah. a perfect O line, with good. skills. Yeah. With skills as yes. well, and that's yeah. basically the NFL's Bama. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you have for uh, for a comp? Uh, my comp is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. That's actually that's a good comp. I like Interesting, that. right? Yeah, I like it. I think Matt Ryan's a little more came into the league a little more athletic, but uh, now Matt Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now Matt Ryan. Uh, me, mine is gonna piss you off because it's a poor man's Tom Brady. Is the very very ceiling. Come on, a poor man's Tom Brady. And uh, you wanna know what my floor is? What? Kyle Orton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm way better with Kyle Orton. I said very very ceiling like. Like he's not Tom Brady. He doesn't process I, I don't even think he as is, close. To I don't think best. he is either. That's why I said he's a his ceiling is a poor man's Tom Brady. I would argue that his arm will never be even close. I okay. think Tom Brady had it, one, and this is going to sound dumb, but Tom Brady's athleticism has always been underrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy was. There were baseball scouts saying he'd be one of the better catchers oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. So I think that gets underrated. His his movement ability, and I don't mean like him scrambling, yeah. but his ability, his short area quickness, I think has always been underrated. And his sure. arm has definitely always been underrated. He's 43 and Especially still has now, yeah. like a top half of the league arm. That's yeah. pretty ridiculous. I don't think Mac Jones will ever be either of those things, and that's why I didn't want to go there. Yeah. It's not because I don't think he'll win seven Super Bowls. Of course I don't. But yeah. I don't think those two things that make an immobile quarterback work, I don't think Mac Jones will ever get to as good as those. Yeah. That's just that's, that's just all I was saying. That's fair. And I was mostly being a little facetious with that. I agree. That pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go on to the next one. Let's get into the top four, and this is really... These are like the people that everyone talk about. Yeah. Um, starting here at four and going, I still have two tiers left. Mm -hmm. Pretty obvious where we're going here. Yeah. Uh, these are in the second tier though. And at four, I've got Zach Wilson from BYU. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I have him at three. Okay. Uh, I've got him at four. Like I said, BYU quarterback, junior, 6'3", 210. I've got him with a... Late one to a two. I've got him with an early early round two. Yeah. I mean, that works. Yeah. So he's a starter. I've yeah. got him at definitely a starter I with some superstar ability. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think he... I think he's a starter. Like an immediate starter. That's what I have him as. I think he... If everything works out, that's why I've got the super, superstar ability. Right. Because if it all works out... Right. 
but I don't love where he's at right now. No. And that's why I've got him at four. Yeah. Um, so for me, just he, very athletic. Mm-hmm. He's my big one. I even have it underlined and highlighted is he's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. So he's looking to make plays. Right. Um, he's competitive, which I really liked. I mean, he was putting his nose it, it, to, he was putting his nose in there to the point, kind of like last year with Joe Burrow, where I was like, stop. Yeah. You need to take less hits. Mm-hmm. This can't happen. Uh, so playmaker loose, aggressive, um, Let's see, good arm, but he's got my dreaded note of there's no second gear to his arm. Right. I think what he's got is what he's got, mm. and there's no pullback to it, uh, which I don't love. Undisciplined mechanics, there were so many missed throws. I couldn't believe how many missed throws for no reason I was seeing in his tape, which baffled me. Yeah. Uh, so loose, undisciplined mechanics there. Um, the ball placement isn't good, and there's... So I've got, maybe we should talk about this, ball placement versus accuracy. Mm -hmm. So for me, ball placement is a knowledge thing. Right. Knowing where to put a ball for every play. And accuracy is being able to put it there. Right. So those are two different things. If 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 you watch enough tape, you can see where they're trying to put a ball. Or if they just don't care about it. Right. And those are all ball placement things. Yeah. If you just can't throw it to a spot that's an accuracy thing yeah i think he's got ball placement issues which can be fixed yeah yeah that's just i mean mitch trubisky fixed his ball placement this yeah. year so if, yeah if right. he's fixing stuff then zach wilson definitely can i'm just saying he's got ball placement issues uh i didn't think his play recognition or his pressure recognition um, was all that great and to me the pressure recognition playmaking mentality and I think he overrates his own athleticism yeah that all led to a lot of his issues yeah uh, I agree with most of your points uh, in fact probably all of them um, yeah I think I think with Zach Wilson I would I would hope that it's not like I don't know he, he didn't play that much you know yeah and and I would hope that it's not like a just like a flash in the pan thing where honestly the whole time I was watching his tape I I was not worried but like in the back of my head I was thinking this isn't all the offensive scheme is it right yeah you know what I'm saying yeah and I think that's kind of what you're thinking yeah did did they make it did they take did BYU take advantage of his athleticism and the fact like who they were playing yeah you see it all the time like in college right, where yeah. it's like you can scheme things so much easier in college right. where I know this is going to work. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to an interview with Urban Meyer one time mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking about like a high school head coach and he said, yeah, I was talking to that guy and I drew up a play for him and the guy asked me if it'll work and he said it'll work every time. Yeah. This play will work every time. In mm-hmm. high school and college... Coaches can think like that. Right. This play will work every time. Right. Because you can manipulate defenses better in the NFL that doesn't work. So that's what I was always worried about. Right. In watching this guy. Yeah. Uh, and that led to my comp. That's a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, no, that's fine. That led to my comp. Uh, Johnny Football minus the drugs. Oh, wow. So you went, is this like floor comp? Because I think I went ceiling. This is comp. who he plays like. Uh, so I'm, 
I went to Sean Watson. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm just. I was just thinking like, like you said, like he doesn't have a great arm. He's always looking to make a play. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's got good athleticism. He's more athletic than Johnny Football was. I think this is a floor. Yeah. Where, where so this is just because you have met three, right? I yeah. You have met three. I have met four, but I think I'm thinking higher of him than you. Yeah, probably. So it might just be. You are because I have I have him as a as a second rounder, like an early second round. That's true. But yeah, you have him ranked higher. Right. Maybe so, I'm thinking so my of four and your three higher. are probably. Ah, this is gonna be weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, so I've got him as Deshaun because I think he's got that escapability, that yeah. create. He's got really good creativity. Yeah. I would just like him to hone it in. Yeah, Johnny Football. There was nothing honed was in cre- about exactly. Johnny that's what I'm saying. Football. He's creative. I don't think he was. And didn't hone it in. I don't know. I think All he's right, closer. Continue to on. I think he's closer to Deshaun. Let's go to my three and probably your four. Uh, Trey Lance. Yep. North Dakota State. Yep. I have him at three. You have him at four. Um, let's see. He was one of the younger guys, actually, in this I class. I think he might be the youngest. He might be the youngest. Redshirt sophomore. Yeah. So, yeah. 6'3", 224. I've got him same as uh, Zach Wilson. I, has him, I have him as late one to a two. Yeah, I have him the same as Zach Wilson early round, early uh, second round. So, so a starter. So a starter. I think he'll be a starter. Uh, however, I think his starter ability, I don't think he should start right away. Does that make sense? I agree with that. Okay. That's why I have him at four. Yeah. Is because I, I'm like, Zach Wilson is more ready to start to me. Uh, I'm actually the same way. So yeah. I actually had them flipped. Okay. And the whole time I was thinking, when I watched the tape, I was thinking, I like this. I like Trey Lance more mm-hmm. uh, based on what he could be. Yeah. But Zach Wilson is closer to right. being a starter uh, right now than Trey Lance. Yeah. So we're probably thinking basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, for me, Trey Lance, I really liked it, actually. Me too. There are things I didn't, but I really liked most of it. I actually have a general, uh, almost um, philosophical question. Yeah. Before we start, this is almost like bigger quarterback stuff. Okay. So, Trey Lance, the, what it said is he comes from a pro-style offense. Mm-hmm. Which is the North Dakota State. It's like under shotgun, play action. My question is, is this, is that still the pro style? Yeah, I guess it's, it's an or antiquated is term. Fading? It's an antiquated term because when they started using that, that like phrase, using yeah. like, as, like pro style, it was like Peyton Manning is a pro style quarterback yeah. because he can't move, but he throws the ball really well and can And he's think. really good turning his back yeah. to the offense, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. There's, It was more dissect the defense and right. less react to it. Yeah, it was when everyone was running like 12 personnel yeah. or uh, 21 personnel. Yes. You know? Uh, and now that's nowhere near. Yeah, so. Pro style. Thing, like, pro yeah, style yeah. now is. It's different. Lamar. Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. Deshaun, I think, is the best yeah, sure. example Deshaun. of pro style yeah. now. Yeah. And so that changes kind of some of the things I had because I think he would have very little experience in the new pro style. Right. Uh, so to me, he's a he's sudden, strong, dual athlete. Yeah. Like, that's Trey Lance. 
has all the physical traits. Yep. To me, that that everything you want, you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, accurate, big arm. Yeah. Big arm. I like that. Um, good eyes while in the pocket. Yeah. So he does a really good job of climbing, staying balanced, keeping his eyes downfield, not worried about the rush. Um, good proc- good pocket presence. But he's got, very, like I said, very little experience mm-hmm. in a contemporary pure drop back pass system. Yeah. So because of that, his timing, his ball placement, those are all underdeveloped yeah because those aren't things you need in the offense he was running it's right. the offense he was running was so play action based so misdirection based mm-hmm. but not out of spread right that the timing especially is a lot different uh and i thought you saw that if you watch his 2019 and then watch the one game he played this year and we have yeah. to remember right just one game it was very, very different. They yeah. tried to do that spread stuff for him. Yeah. Because it was basically a showcase game. Yeah. They like were playing so that you guys can see Trey Lance one more time. And they tried to do that spread stuff, and it didn't really go all that well. Right. And, and that can be him, because I thought his timing is ball plates went off. It could also be the team, because it's not the offense they right. run. They're yeah. basically like, hey, here's all this new stuff. Go run it, because right. we need the NFL to see Trey Lance, that he can do stuff. Right. Um, so I didn't think that went all that well. And I don't know. I then my last one is for all the athleticism. I didn't think his second second reaction plays were all that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you pretty much said it all. Like he's he's a really good athlete. He's got a big arm. He's got he's got traits. He's got traits. That this you is can, yes. This is a traits pick. Yeah, he's absolutely a traits pick, especially since he's only nineteen years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're you're thinking. He hasn't even... He's barely been touched by a college coach. You can completely coach him up. Like It's like a completely new mind that you can mold as an NFL coach. Yeah. Um, but he's shown enough in terms of like reading defenses right. yeah. that you're not too worried. Exactly. And that's kind of what we're trying to... Yeah, it's not it's like, like a, a new football player. He's, yeah. he's, he's a quarterback that's coming in that hasn't had... Like Justin Herbert, who's had like 14 different offensive coordinators. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that I think he's a complete traits pick, uh, and it's hard to not love those traits. Yeah. Um, I actually went from I, I, the reason I flipped him and Zach Wilson were because I watched 2019 and then yeah. I watched 20 this 2021 game in 2020. In the difference he had made, yeah, in in everything, his right. posture in the pocket, his throwing form, the just his whole style changed, and. It was really impressive to see how much better he had gotten so quickly. Yeah. That I was like, the upside to this guy. Right. If he can just continue to keep doing that until he gets to where he needs to be. Right. This is ridiculous. For sure, yeah. Uh, Who's your comp? For that reason, it's Josh Allen. Is it? Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I thought I was being a little bit crazy here. No, he's just a smaller Josh Allen. Yeah, he is. He's not Some, quite as big, but he is still powerful. Yeah, coming from a smaller, like a smaller program. Yeah. Um, like you said, he's he's if he can change that much from one year to the other, what if he can keep on that progression? How good can he be, Josh Allen, Trey Lance? Yeah, it's the exact same conversation. Yes. Yeah. And I think it <clears throat> will. I would bet that it's going to go the same direction. Yeah. It's going De- to end depending up being on the same. where he goes. Yes. They could ruin him. Yeah, very Depending easily. Depending on where he goes. Very easily. <clears throat> okay, at two, 
Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah, it's Justin okay. Fields. Okay. I'm just kidding. This is weird. Just yanking your chain. Uh, yeah, you you did. I was like, well, we're only to two, right? <laughs> um, so Justin Fields at two, Ohio State guy, junior, 6'3", 228. And this is actually interesting. I, I, I'm surprised you had him at two as well. Because most places have him at three right now. Really? Yeah, most places are going... Oh, yeah, the Zach guy, Wilson The guy two. at one, they have Zach Wilson at two. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting that you had him at two, but I, I would say one of the big things around him, and one of the notes that I wrote down that I really liked and had heard are that Ohio State's often, offense is built around wide receiver options. Yeah. So the, all the receivers are making the decisions, basically. Yeah. And the quarterback's almost reacting. Yeah. And I saw that on film. Really? Having heard that when I watched, it it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't seem like he was dictating anything. And it didn't seem like he had the control that he wanted. Um, and that almost... Be, it's not like he's been at Ohio State playing a bunch of years. Right. You know, he's, he's fairly inexperienced right. as a starting quarterback in college. And when you have all these receiver option routes and he doesn't get to dictate anything... That inexperience shows, and I thought that it that it showed, and I I was basically saying, if you let him be in control and he knows everything that's going on, I think you'll be even better. Yeah, I think it's that, a little bit of a projection yeah, based on that. For sure, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a good point. So I've got him as a late one, superstar ability. Yeah, so do I. Okay, uh, in terms of you know big notes. Has all the tools. This is another. This is another traits dude. Like he's got For everything. Sure. Yeah, with, uh, with some uh, pretty big wins on, like under his belt. Yes. Yeah. I have everything is easy, and I highlighted easy. Yeah. Uh, physically, mm-hmm. that is. Yes. Physically, he was moving at a different speed, I, in, against good teams. Yeah. He was just outrunning everyone. Yeah. Like they were moving in slow motion. To me, is what what I was noticing. Um, and I thought he got the big picture. It seemed to me, and I'll talk a little bit about this, but it seemed to me that the most important things when you think quarterback, the hardest things, he understood. Mm-hmm. Not in detail, but he he was getting them. And with inexperience, that's pretty good. I thought he was lackadaisical. Okay. I, it almost seemed like he wasn't trying at times. Like hmm. it was so easy, kind of pull it back. Right. Um, inexperienced for sure. Yeah. Like all of, all of these things, I thought he was inexperienced, and because of in, yeah, I said that inexperienced and missing details. And this is where we get to. Uh, gets the big picture. I didn't think he got the details. He's missing the details in terms of pressure, timing, opportunities, command, all those things. I thought he was missing. I think he can learn those. Um, my big note is I think he would be the easy number one pick next year. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I think I think that's very accurate. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting that I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about Justin Fields' inexperience. Like they're talking about yeah. it with Trey Lance, they're talking about it with Zach Wilson. They're yeah, not really not, talking about it's it with, weird with Fields. That's, that's I think it's because maybe it's because of how big the program is. Maybe just because and. Yeah, he's been in big games, I guess, and Zach Wilson and Trey yeah. Lance haven't. And how many how many quarterbacks have come from there recently? Right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I guess. I'm, I'm looking for reasons here. I don't yeah. know. But. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Um, yeah, Justin Fields. He like you said, he's got all the traits. Yeah. Um, and I think 
I think some of the knocks on him that people have are like his performance in big games hasn't been great. He doesn't have like the national champions championships that other quarterbacks have. Um, I think one of the knocks on him, like like talking in the couple the last two things you've said, make me realize the success that other Ohio State quarterbacks have had. I think are a knock on him. Interesting. How much better Dwayne Haskins was, you know, those yeah. kind of guys. There's six the amount of numbers that they put up. Yeah. He put up good ones but didn't reach that. Yeah. And I think that might yeah. I think people That's use a good that point. Yeah, maybe. Um yeah, what do you have for a for a comp for, for Fields? This is gonna be a weird one. I've okay. got two. Okay. I've got Dak and Daniel Jones. Interesting. Okay. He's got that odd type of athleticism where it's right. not quite uh, like Lamar Jackson yeah. or Deshaun, where he's like really shaking people out of their boots. Uh, it's not quite that. It's more yeah. a little bit straightforward. That's a good point. Um, but there's still like some elusiveness there, like Dak has. Yeah. Um, and the arm is big. Yeah. It's I I was kind of thinking Dak in the past game and like the elusiveness in mm-hmm. in Daniel Jones in the quarterback run game. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting. I couldn't really find somebody that combined those two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to do a comfort field. Um I have Deshaun. Uh it makes it, sense. It's 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 they're similar quarterbacks. It's not a perfect comp. Um because like you said, Deshaun's more shaken people. Yeah. Fields is more Straight line and quarterback run stuff. Yeah, I would say Deshaun's a little looser in yeah. every facet. For sure. Including throwing. Yeah. Um, but I think but also... Close. Yeah, but I think also, like, they were similarly knocked, at least when they were coming out, for, like, big game performances. Like, mm-hmm. Deshaun has championships, yeah. but but he... Like, but he didn't get credit for them. Right, yeah. Like, he, you, they, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I came from there. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, this is a guy I, I, I'm excited about. Me too. I mean, people were excited about Haskins. We've seen where that's gone. I don't feel that. Me neither. From Fields. Haskins didn't pop off the screen as much as Fields did for me. Like yeah. Like, in watching Haskins at Ohio State, I was kind of like, yeah, you seem like a product of the Ohio system? State. Yeah. yeah. And with Fields, it's like you're actually doing things to make your team better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And then at one is Trevor Lawrence. Who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence for sure. Uh, I don't have him as, I for his round grade, didn't even have a uh, round grade. I have pick one. Uh, that's what I have. I have oh, yeah. number one pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually wanted to start off with something. I've got a note. Fields and Lawrence, polar opposites. How so? I'll explain. Okay. Later. But Fields just think everything Fields is, uh, we just said, Lawrence is not. Okay. And I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it right now, actually. I've got, so number one pick, great, is my first. Yeah. Great, uh, then can be used in all facets of the game. Yep. He can run, all that kind of stuff. Um, all he's touted to be. Yep. Not loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, not creative. That, and that was my big thing. I kept watching and being like, why is this not... That should have gone better. Why didn't it go better? It's because he's not creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of got me into the vein of um, what I figured out about Trevor Lawrence. It's 
his lack of creativity, I think it comes from a desire because I, I went, it was to the point where I had to go back and I watched a game at 2019 mm-hmm. and it was completely different. And what I realized was I think in 2020, he was being overly professional. Like he mm-hmm. wanted to show that he was perfect. Yeah. And what that led to is it made him mechanical. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was trying to show like, look, I am so perfect at everything yeah. that it almost hurt him yeah. and that he became mechanical. And I thought maybe he's feeling the pressure of being who Highly he is touted. said to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that, that led me to whoever takes him, come on, <laughs> whoever takes him, yeah. uh, really what it led me to is Urban Meyer has to invest in like the person. For sure. And we don't talk about that all that often, yeah. but he's got to invest in the person and make sure he realizes, like, you're just just lead this team. Right. Don't go try to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, don't try to be the face of the NFL. Yes, yeah. just be the best quarterback, like, the Jags need. Yeah. Because if you don't, then he's just going to crush. You can't hold all that right. pressure be for Right, be the long. best Trevor Lawrence you can be. I know, it sounds a little yeah. bit like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, uh, but it's it's true. It's, like, yeah, it, it is. And I think if they do, if, I think if you watch 2019, mm-hmm. where he's feeling it less, he's looser. Mm-hmm. And he actually makes more plays because of it. Hmm. So I think if you can get him to, like, just relax a bit, that that'll actually help. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a good point. I think uh, yeah, my only knock on him is honestly like he sticks on the number one read, uh, mm. t- at times when I was watching, um, which could be the same thing where he's mechanical and he's like, gotta hit the number one, and if yeah. not, it's like, okay, I don't know what to, what else to do. Um, yeah, which could I, just could be, be him being mechanical. Stuff yeah, too. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's the number one pick, and I easy. I yeah. I did hear something today which bothered me, which is uh, somebody said Trevor Lawrence is Stafford, Luck, and Manning rolled into one. And I was like, that is too much. Whoa. That is too much. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, too much. He's uh, definitely not Stafford. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the arm slots. Right. Like, that's one thing he won't, he really won't do is no. change his arm slots yeah. like that. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, uh, I was I was kind of figuring out, like, what scheme do all these players fit? And he fits every scheme. He's the only one that can yeah. play in ev- You could put him in any scheme, and he will be fine. Yeah, I don't think he's great in second reaction. Yeah. But, like, that's the one thing. Uh, yeah. Second reaction is second. Yeah. So, yes, he, he's great at everything. Who's your comp? Uh, let me take a look. Uh, this one's interesting. Okay. Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. A, a much better Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill played receiver in at Texas A&M. Yes. So he's clearly athletic. Like, yes. like he's that kind of athletic, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be a better Tannehill before he got hurt. And I would say even the arm. Yeah. Is roughly Tannehill. Yeah. They're bigger it, quarterbacks. It's just the Lawrence is a more polished quarterback For in terms sure. of reading defenses and stuff, but yeah. I do like what you're saying. Um, I went Andrew Luck, uh, but only in the running. The fact that he's not elusive, he's not really loose, he, but he's a really good straight line runner, yeah. like Andrew and Luck used to, run to be. He'll try to run you over. Yes. Yeah. Um, Andrew Luck did the same thing. Yeah. He was a very good straight line runner. In terms of all the passing stuff, uh, tightened up, and mine's, mine's actually a little bit more of a stretch than yours, <laughs> a, a, a tightened up uh, young Big Ben. 
Okay. Because I kept seeing, especially in that freaking Notre Dame game, yeah, uh, the way he just shakes people off. Right. Like they hit him, and he he. I, he's one, a much bigger dude than you think. Much stronger than he seems. Yeah. He's yeah. He's what I didn't even say. He's six six two twenty. Right. And so he he's close to. He's the tallest, and he's close to the heaviest quarterback. Right. In if he this. gets if he gets ten pounds on him, if he gets he's five, perfect. he's perfect. If he gets five pounds, he's the heaviest quarterback in this. Because I think Trask or Ellinger are two twenty four. I think Trask was like two forty five. Dude's that was thick. Not what I saw. Okay, I saw two forty five. What I saw was two twenty five. Okay, anyway, uh, but, yeah, but I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he was two forty five. For sure, I could yeah. be wrong. Uh, but yeah, I I just thought. That he shakes people off really well yeah. and keeps his eyes downfield. Um, he's going to be fun. He's going to be fun as long as he he doesn't try and be too perfect. Yeah. Because I honestly, when I saw 20... Because I remember watching him in games and being, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But then I kept watching his film and be like, why aren't you able to get away from basically any rush? Yeah. And it, it just came down to... Everything wanted to, it was like go here, go here, go right, here. Like, yeah. I can work through progressions. Right. And I didn't like it. Yeah. I think in once he gets to the NFL, it'll go back to I can work through progressions, but if you make me, I'll make plays and burn you. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. Very fun. Yeah. Um so in terms of just like now that we've given our, our tops, I had Trevor Lawrence as his own tier. Yeah. Drops off to Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones in his own tier than the other four. Um, but really, after after the first four, yeah, then it gets to Mac Jones, right? Who I think will be a backup, if not a starter. Mm-hmm. And then the other other guys, the other four, I think are fighting for spots. Yeah, they're gonna be in a fight. I don't think the top five are gonna be in a fight. No. Um, Mac Jones will fight to be a starter. And I think the other guys will get opportunities galore to be starters. For sure. That's yeah. how I just see this class working out. Yeah, I, ju- I just hope that Trey Lance doesn't get thrown to the Wolves Too fast, yeah. yeah. Like, I would like him on the Panthers, but I also the, keep Teddy for one yes. to two years. Like, re-sign Teddy, if yeah. you can, and then draft Trey Lance. Right, yeah. Because then I think it would be very good. I agree, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all the quarterbacks, and that is uh, our first go for this year in uh, breaking down a whole position. It's the big position. Yep. So, you know, you're going to hear these names. Yep. <laughs> you know, we're just priming you to, to get ready. You're going to hear the first name announced, the first one. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to hear these names, and they're basically going to set the draft, whether they should or not. I would argue they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence kicks it off. And then I I don't see the other four big names. Yeah. Being better. They don't stand out compared to other big names in other positions. Yeah, I agree. I think the, I think the those positional other, value might, I think, but their names don't. Yeah, I think where they should where they should go is like 20 spots later than where people have them going. Yes, they, and probably will go. Right, yes. And that's the big thing. Okay, so this quarterback's next week. Next week we do running backs and interior defensive linemen. Interior defensive linemen, 
blowing up with the likes of Aaron Donald, right. Vita Vea. Uh, Sue was huge this year Yeah, for them. I mean, like, interior defensive linemen, especially pressure from that position, is becoming a much bigger thing than it was even three years ago. Right, yeah. Um, so it, it's going. that's going to be an important position. Running back's always one of the, the more fun ones because if you use them well, they're very exciting. If you use them poorly, then they are just good pieces on your team. Right, yeah. And, and it's interesting to see where the running backs go because they've been so devalued as, like, the years have gone on. Yeah. They're, like, a running back getting picked in the first round might not happen, you know? That, that yes. kind of stuff. Where, like, it wouldn't be shocking if there wasn't a running back picked in the first round this yes. year. However, there will be worthy people this year. Uh, absolutely. And that's always yeah. the thing is yeah. the value. And, and no... The ring back position is kind of interesting because when we break it down and say, these are names that you will hear, you will hear them. And if you listen, like that's the that's one of the positions you can be like, value. Yeah. In the fourth round, I know that guy should be higher than that. Right, yeah. Because I listened to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come back next week for running backs and interior defensive linemen. Thank you for listening to us chat about quarterbacks and break it all down. Now you know who should go in which order, and what you should be prepared for if your team takes any of these nine quarterbacks. Come back next week. Running backs into your defensive linemen. We will be here. If you want more of this kind of stuff in between then, then listen to the Bold Nonsense flagship show that comes out on Saturdays. So until next week, have a drink on us. We'll see you then. See you later. Anchors away. Goodbye. I'll take care, all right? Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. You think they have any clue what's about to happen to him? Oh, no chance in hell. Good night. Peace.